you and bless you with our tithes and our offerings this morning. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you're in-house, just go ahead and bring your offering up. There's gentlemen standing throughout. this morning. So welcome. You are so welcome. Man, I love you guys. I love this place. I love what God's doing here. I'm just so excited you're here. And if this is your first time with us, again, I just we just hope you find a home here and get connected to what God's doing. And it may be first time in-house, first time at home. And again, we just always love to let those first-time guests know we love them. So faith family, do this. Let all of them know you're glad they're here today. Amen. good to have for the first time as a married couple, Russell and Susan, Mr. and Mrs. Williams. Would y'all stand up and just say hello. First time as husband and wife. Come on. Come on. Ain't that cool? Hey, man. Glad you guys are here and back and with us this morning. Good to have you. If you're joining us at home, don't forget, comment below. Let us know where you're watching from. It always just kind of helps us connect and get to know you better. So let us know where you're watching from. But no matter where you're at this morning, grab your Bible if you would. Come on. Anybody love the Bible? Yeah. Amen. There's a message we shared on that a couple of weeks back, why the Bible? And so uh, we love it here. We believe it's God's Word, and by His grace, the help of the Holy Spirit, we can live it out. Amen. If you would do this, go ahead and turn with me to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, and uh, if you use the Version Bible app, which is always a great resource, you can click on more and then events and follow along in this message with me. And uh, this is one I encourage you to save it. It will not stay up there unless you save it. You won't have access to it unless you save it. And there's a lot here. So um, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, when you got to say, I've got it, then let's read it. When the day of Pentecost had fully come. Come on, somebody say, that's today. That's today. They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, I love those suddenly moments with God. Amen. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. Come on, somebody say fire. Amen. I love the fire emoji. Anybody use a little fire emoji? I love that joker, man. I, fire. And the Holy Spirit, man, it, I love it. it. It came as a fire, and one sat upon each of them. Everybody needs their own fire from the Holy Spirit. Amen. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. That's important because some of you may think, man, that's not for me. God doesn't want me to have that. No, no. He said all were filled with with the Holy Spirit, Pastor. I'm, I'm not deserving, and I'm not worthy, and you're not. <laughs> Let's just call it, and I'm not, but that's what he wants to do for us and fill us with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. 
Anybody thankful for the Holy Spirit? Mm. Let's pray. Father, thank you today for the Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're doing in this place, in our lives. And we ask that you'll continue to pour it out. We ask for more of you in this house because we're ready. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Look at your neighbor, smile when you say it. Say, say why the Holy Spirit? Would you do that? Yeah. <clears throat> why the Holy Spirit? All right. Now, today we're doing this. If you're new here, we're in a series right now called why? And uh, we're answering questions, and we kick this thing off on Easter, and there's a lot of messages out there already, and so I encourage you to go check those out. But today, why the Holy Spirit? And um, when we say that, what does that mean for us? Because that may mean different things for different people. You know, some people may, you know, be referring to the Holy Spirit and say that's some force. Or, you know, some false religions and cults would use that terminology. It's a, it's a feeling. And uh, how many knows it's more than a feeling, and uh, I mean so much more than a feeling, and so when we say Holy Spirit, this is what we mean. This is from our statement of faith, and it says this. It says that we believe the Holy Spirit is the third person in the Holy Trinity, sent from the Father and the Son, and is eternal. And how many knows we need that Holy Spirit more than ever before? Come on. If we've ever needed him, we need him now more than ever before. So today is Pentecost Sunday. And again, I love that. It's been referred to already. So Pentecost Sunday is a special day for the church. It's a very important day for us. It, it was for them a time of gathering where they would gather and celebrate the beginning of the harvest season. And I was just studying about Pentecost this week, and I just feel like, man, the Holy Spirit just dropped just kind of like three things on my heart for us. And as there I was reading about harvest and how they would come to celebrate, I just feel like the God was just saying to us today, it's harvest time. Come on, amen, it's harvest time. And so again, we're going to begin to see things again that we've been planning for and praying for, and we're going to see those things come to pass. But Pentecost was powerful. This was when we celebrated this week one of this series, when the resurrection of Jesus on Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, when we celebrate Jesus coming back. He had given his life for us, died on a cross, and our place for our sin and our shame, and resurrected on the third day. And then we see now on that Easter Sunday, celebration, man, that he's alive. I mean, how many knows he's alive? Amen. Still alive. I love it. He's still alive and always will be. He said forevermore. And so he does this for 40 days on the earth. He reveals himself to people. The resurrected Jesus. They had seen the Jesus who had come. They had seen the Jesus who had got on the cross and died. And now he was revealing himself to the people and showing that Jesus is alive today and revealed himself for 40 days. Now it became now a time where Jesus would ascend from earth back to heaven. And as he left there, he was doing this. The scripture says he would leave this earth, go to the Father, be at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. Amen. So he's standing in the gap for us. He's our, he's our advocate. He's our counselor, which we're going to hear in a moment. So today he's our representative in front of the Father. I love that. It's so powerful. So again, that's what he did for us. But he says something. He said, I'm leaving. And he says, but I'm going to send another to you. Now we know this, that it was 10 days later on the day of Pentecost that the Holy Spirit from heaven came to earth. Now, amen. And many would say this. Many would say that that was the birth of the church. 
And I believe that. Amen. I love it. And as a matter of fact, we've been talking about tell them Happy Pentecost Sunday. Go ahead and tell your neighbor, if they're part of the church, happy birthday. Amen. Come on, tell them. Come on. Say 2,000 years looks good on you. Amen. 2,000 years looks good on you. Part of this thing. Now, I love it. Now, the Spirit is so powerful. The Holy Spirit is so powerful. And I love this. It's one of the things that, man, we just are, we seek after, man, and we, we just step into. And I love the Holy Spirit. It's so powerful. And, and it's, it's important. There are a lot of churches that really in their church want to emphasize the power of the Spirit. We're one of those. And I love it. We go after the Holy Spirit. And, man, I want to encounter Him in every way that we can. I love it. Now, there are some churches who would kind of pull back from the Spirit side of things. And they would use terminology, well, we really seek truth. And, uh, and we, we, you know, and I'm like, well, we do too, amen. We, we seek that also. And so I, I love this. And you'll see a lot of times people, like, they choose a side. Like, they want, I mean, I want the spirit, man. I want all the spirit to have me. And some people are like, well, I, I don't want to get into all those things. I, I just want the truth from the word. And I'm like, man, they go together. Bible says, man, Jesus came full of spirit and the truth. He came full of both of these things, and he is spirit. And that's even how we worship him, in spirit and truth. And I love this. And when we dig into this, we'll see the word and the spirit, they back each other up. They never contradict one another. And I'm telling you, man, so as I dig into the Word, I'm like, man, they, wait a minute. There's more of the Holy Spirit He wants to do. There's more I can encounter with Him. As I step into the Spirit of God, I'm like, man, that's more Word that happens in my life. And so I love this. It's beautiful. So we see a merger now of these things come. The Word who became flesh, who dwelt among them, who said, man, now I'm going to send the Spirit to you. We see now where they come together, and it is beautiful. And it happened on the day of Pentecost. Now, I love it because, man, Pentecost is so important, and it reminds us of a few things. Now, I'm going to do this this morning. I, I, if you're new here, I love to give three. You know, I just, call, I just love to give three. So this morning, I'm going to give you three sets of three. Some of y'all started looking at your watch. As soon as I said it, as soon as y'all said it, put me on a time. Now, listen, I'm going to give you three sets of three. We're going to get it in. This is why I ask you to save this one because you need to go deeper into these things. But I want, us to, I want us to say, first of all, three things that Pentecost reminds us of. Firstly, it's this. It reminds us of the importance of unity. Oh, man, it is so important that as the church, we become unified and focused on the same vision, the same passion, the same purpose. And it's why the enemy hates unity. Amen, it is. He, he wants to cause so much division in the body as a whole. And, and he, he wants to do it. All those who claim the name of Jesus, he will love it. So one of the biggest areas that he causes division in is on the Holy Spirit. If you know much about church, church history, even church present, what's going on? There's so much division in this area amongst the body of Christ, and it's sad because the Bible says so much about it. It's so clear. And I, I was doing this. I, I usually step on stage, and after a week of study and spending time with God, and I have usually end up with about seven, eight pages of notes when I get up here and share what kind of God has given me. Now, I had a big problem this week preparing for this message. Because as I sat down and began to put things together, I had 42 pages. 
of notes. Amen. And so, uh, so it just don't let it worry you. It's okay. We're going to get there. All right. So I did this. I've condensed this down. have about eight, nine pages here that we're just going to dig into. But I want us to see, first of all, man, there is so much out there on the Holy Spirit in the Bible. And it's for now. He never changed his mind. What he sent, he's still doing. What he started, he said he'll complete. And I love this. And it's, it's sad because the enemy is causing division in this area. His mission is this, to steal, kill, and destroy. This is how he would do it, by dividing the church on the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I love this because we see this. We see this group of people with one accord. In one passion is what that means. In one accord, they're one passion. They're one focus. And I love this because they didn't know what to expect. And I love it. You may tell you what, how you should come to church not knowing what to expect, but just expecting. Amen. Just coming in, Sam, I don't know what it's going to look like today, but I want it. Whatever it is. And so these guys were expecting. Jesus had told them, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to you. I'm going to send you another. And I love this. I mean, it's just cool. It excites me when I come to this place every Sunday. It's just wild because, I mean, I'm like, man, these people, man, we're going to go after God together. We're going to see him show up. And when we do this, when we get in one mind, one accord, suddenly moments happen. Amen. Suddenly moments take place. And so, again, this is what it reminds us of it. Pentecost reminds us of that moment where unity happened and where the Spirit of God moves. And he still today works in our agreement. Amen. Satan works in our argument. God works in our agreement. And so we go after God together. Amen. I love this. And Pentecost reminds us of that. It also does this. Pentecost reminds us of the fulfillment of the promise. All right. That what Jesus said he would do, he did. When he told them, I'm leaving and going away, but I'm sending you another, 10 days later, what he said would happen, happened. The promise came, the fulfillment of the Holy Spirit came onto the scene. The promise that Jesus had told them that I will not leave you orphans. I will not leave you alone. I will send the Spirit of God to you. Pentecost today is the promise. It's a reminder of that promise for us. And I love it. He's still here. He's still with us today. And I'm so thankful. Thirdly, it does this. It reminds us of the power of the church. Oh, man. Come on. Pentecost reminds us of the power of the church. Now, because that's, so, that's important because we've got to understand the power, again, we know the source of it is him. We know he's the he, If we're plugged in him, if, if we're connected to him, he is the source of that power, but the church is powerful. Come on, that is his plan. It's always been his plan to raise up, birth the church, happy birthday, and then that church be birthed and grow and then come to the place to where it now goes, affects, and changes the world. That's been his plan from day one. I love it. It's beautiful. So Pentecost reminds us of that. It's like, man, that we have this power. In Acts chapter 1, before Jesus again ascends, he's getting ready to leave. And man, I love this. In red letters, we see there it says now, right before his sins, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Now, it's amazing because you will see a transformation in the lives of the disciples immediately. 
You would see guys that were once hiding and afraid and scared and cussing and carrying on and running away from him, now standing up in power and proclaiming the name of Jesus and thousands coming to Christ in one moment. Why? Because they're good? No, because he is so powerful and that power was poured out on the church. And it's so good. The Holy Spirit has come upon you. Tell your neighbor, you. It's you. Amen. That's who he wants today. Jesus is up there. He left. He's gone. Amen. He's at the right hand. He's going to come again. But you're here now. And the Holy Spirit wants to use you. And so again, the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. And in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now, I love it. I believe we're experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit in our church. Yeah. Man, if you can't see it, man, you're blind, man. And we're going to pray healing over you. Man, put mud in your eyes, spit, whatever we got to do. Because, man, you can see the Spirit of God at work here. It's so beautiful what he's doing. And I'm so thankful for that. I love it. It's because the Spirit of God came and we're operating, working in power. But I love it. The power is not just so that we can have a good church service. And I'm telling you, you've never been in a church service without it. There's a difference. Amen. So I don't want to come in here without the Holy Spirit. I don't want to come in here and try to do this by ourselves. We're not that good. Amen. We are not. We don't sing that good. We don't have enough good programs, enough good preaching. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. And so he gave us the power of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. Beautiful. And I love it. Now, we see this in the church today. Man, we're having encounters with God here and now. But what we're supposed to do is not just leave that here and say, see you next week, man. No, the church operates. He was telling them, you're going to go into Judea, Samaria, all the other parts. You're going to go out there. What's he saying to you? You're going to go to Simpsonville, Fountain Inn, Malden, Piedmont, Pickens, wherever it is that has your name, and you go to that place in power. Now, don't go out there and try to do it on your own, but operate in the power. Now, I love power, man. It's, it's a powerful thing, Amen. It's so good, and I love it. If you've ever studied the word, if you haven't, do it. And I love it. The word power that we see here, Jesus speaking in, is the word dunamis. Now, that is the where we get our word dynamite. So my first service, man, was somebody said dynamite. And it's a, some of y'all don't know what that means, but it's awesome. All right, But somebody said dynamite, and so it means dynamite. Now, again, not to cause an implosion, but to cause an explosion and to go forth and destroy darkness and destroy the enemy and destroy forces in the heavenly places, the things that are set up on high. And so again, he gave us, this is what he said, power. I love this because study it out. This is from the concordance that again would describe this word in the Greek, what the means, the full meaning is so deep. He says it's strength and ability. And again, this is all things you, all right, that he's given you, all right. Power for performing miracles made this up. This is all right here. It's so good. Moral power and excellence of soul. The power and the influence which belong to riches and wealth. Come on, somebody. Come on. Power and resources arising from numbers. Love it, man. We were joining hands, Pastor Andrew, earlier, bro. This, was, uh, that was, this one was leaping off the page and in my heart as you was doing that. I believe God's going to call us together to come back together in the end and stand together again. But listen to what it says. It means also power consisting in or resting upon armies, forces, or hosts. 
Come on. So that's what happens when, man, when the power that God has given you through the Spirit of God, you connect that. And so, again, it's not, it's not addition, it's multiplication. God's math is so good, man. You know, one chases a thousand, two puts 10,000 to flight. We come together and we get so much better. And I love this. Power is not one of those things for us that we have to work up. I come against that religious mindset that would come and tell people that the power of the Holy Spirit is something that you have to work up. So the, so the power of the Holy Spirit is not one of those things that like you're in a revival service and the Spirit of God is moving and they've sung the song about four times and then now. I'm ready to go, baby, right now. Amen. It's not one of those things, man, like you got young people, you got to go to youth camp, you got to go to a conference, and then that, those things are incredible. But you know what? The Holy Spirit, God's given you power right now, power available to you today. Amen. It's right now. I, I love this. My, my, my youngest son, uh, he, he's uh, a teenager, and uh, you know what that means, man. Y'all need to pray for me. That's what that means. That means y'all need to pray for me. He's incredible, and I asked his permission to share this, and he, he enjoyed it first service. He's serving today. But uh, Caleb was, um, the other morning we were getting ready. It was morning time. You know, we're doing the morning thing, fixing coffee, scrambling eggs, and doing life, man, getting everything ready. He's getting ready to go to school. He goes, and he pulls out the toaster oven from underneath the um, counter right there, and he just sets it up on top. And then he, he pulls the toaster out, plugs it in, and he's like, I was like, man, Caleb's taking initiative. He's like, man, stepping up, doing something. Hey, man, this is good. He, he, he goes, goes to the cabinet, pulls out a pack of Pop-Tarts. <laughs> now, you got to start somewhere, amen? Come on. And he lays the Pop-Tarts beside the toaster. And I look back and was doing my thing, scrambling my eggs and doing my stuff. And I look back and he's still standing there. I said, maybe he's blessing the food. He's praying over it or something. I don't know what he's, he's a teenager, amen. You know, no telling. I don't know what's happening. I'm on. Then he keeps standing there. And finally I said, Caleb, I said, bro, what are you doing, dude? He said, man, I'm waiting on the toaster to warm up. Come on, true story. <laughs> Y'all pray for me, man. True story. And I was like, bro, you don't have to wait. And some of y'all waiting on the Holy Spirit to warm up. Listen, you step in. Come on. I said, you put the Pop-Tart in the toaster and that thing heats up. You step into what God has for you and watch the fire of God begin to burn in your heart. You step into all the promises that he has for you and watch what he does. And I, I love it. I love the Holy Spirit. It's so good. He is so good. And so we see this in Jesus. He comes to make us righteous. Amen. And the Holy Spirit empowers us now to live righteously in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, again, that's how good he is. And I, I love it when he flows up. Man, there's power today in that. Now, I want to go to our second three. And as we do this, I'm going I'm to pick it up so y'all follow me. Go with me now. The, the, three, the second three are the three G's of the Holy Spirit. I should have said the Holy Ghost, just off this G's, amen, because it's G's, amen. But the first, first G is this, when you think about the Holy Spirit, and in a couple of weeks we're going to dig into the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the gifts and things that God has, but this is what I want you to see, first of all, when we say Holy Spirit, He's God. 
He is God. He, he is the third person of that triune Godhead. And when we say person, it's not humanity, but it's personal. You can have a relationship with him. You can talk to him, and he talks that you can have a relationship and encounter with the Holy Spirit and have, a, have life with him, and this is how we do it. Now, he is God. Now, there are places, there, and again, we, it's easy to say it. Man, it was in the house. Now, he was in the house with us. Amen. He is with us. And other calls say it's a force. Oh. No, no, no. It is God who is with us in the person of the Holy Spirit. Because, and again, and it's this, this encounter with this personal God that we see releases an experience with God, the Father and the Son, through us and in our life. And this is what I love. This is why the Word and the Spirit must come together. The Word backs that up for us. And when we don't have the feeling or experience... Come on, I've got a truth that I can stand on, that God is with me. And this God, I love it. The second G is this God is also so good. Amen. He is so good. There are things like, man, when things of the Holy Spirit begin to operate in people's lives, there are like some people who mean well, say like, well, that's, that's evil. And that, that's not for today. That was for a one-time moment there in the Bible. Listen, man, God don't work like that. He, there's no way he would expect you today to do the thing he's called you to do out there by yourself and trying to make it on your own. He's not like that. He's good. And so he gives us the Holy Spirit. And so this, this spirit for us today is good. Now, I know. Now, listen, there, there is a good Holy Spirit, a good God at work in our life. But those, that good Holy Spirit who is God, he works through people who can sometimes mess it up. Can be a little weird. All right, it's okay. We're strange sometimes, amen. And then the world don't understand it, and they never will until they encounter him. But but I love this. Just because it has been messed up, just just because man, their people have taken it and using this good God in ways for their gain, it does not mean that he is not real and that he is not true and that he doesn't want to do something for you in your life. He's that good. And this is what I love. The third G is this: that God who is so good gives us now the Holy Spirit for us, who is a gift. This is this frees us because some of you this morning, like, man, I'm not good enough. I, I don't, I'm not, I can't deserve, I don't deserve this. I've failed, I've messed up, I've dropped the ball. Listen, every one of us have. Every person in this room, every person watching, nobody has done this thing perfect. There's one who did it right. His name was Jesus. And so that's why he said, I'm going to be the one who sends you this gift. And so a gift is not something you deserve or earn. It's, a, it's something that God has favored over your life and given to you. And I love this. And this is what he said. This is a gift that he gives. John chapter 14. I love the promise when this was given. Verses 15 and through 18, Jesus speaking. If you love me, keep my commandments. Don't ever, we never need to forget. Follow after God, man. Do what he said. But listen, I love this. He doesn't make that the prerequisite. He says this. I will pray the Father and he will, he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him. He was telling these guys, man, you've been walking with me for three years. You, you, you've been hanging out with me for three years. And listen, you know the one that I'm going to send you. And he's going to be able to go with you. And because I love this, he, he told him he had to let them know. And I have to go. 
But man, the one I'm going to send, this is what he does. He said it this way. He said that because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So this God who's with you right now, through the person of Jesus, is going to one day come in God and be the spirit who's going to be in you. And he says this, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. And I'm so thankful. Listen, there's been times maybe you felt like you was out there all alone. You've been out there by yourself, and man, nobody knew. But listen, if, if, if the Holy Spirit, man, if you've encountered him, listen, he is real and he is with you, and you're never alone. Somebody needs to hear that. You are never alone. Amen. He is with you. And this Jesus had done this. Jesus had been with them, walked with them, did miracles in front of them, fed them when they were hungry, healed bodies right in front, raised the dead right in front of them. He had healed their family members. He had done all of these things, and it was wild because Jesus was now say unto them, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And it's hard, man. It's hard to lose someone that you love, but you had, he was putting something in place for them and helping them see, I have to go. And now the one I'm going to send to you is going to help you now do it. Who's going to walk with you to walk this out? And I love this. He uses this word, and, and in your translation, it may be a different from what I read. I may have read helper. You could be reading like counselor, an advocate, all these. There's different terminologies for this, companion, friend. And I was, I was like, man, God, which one is it? Which translator got it right? It's like, man, all of the above. All of them describe the person. And I just want to summarize it in these last three C's. And it's the three C's today of the Holy Spirit. And the first one is this, that he is our counselor. Man, he is our counselor. And this, this word, it does this. It brings for us in a couple of different pictures when we say that word. A counselor, a good one would do this. A good counselor will listen to you. And a good counselor will hear what's on your heart. And then when that good counselor hears what's on your heart, it will speak something back into your life, what you need to hear. And he has this. He is the good counselor. He is the almighty counselor. But this counselor is also what you would see in a courtroom. A counselor is the advocate. The counselor is the one now who is the representative today for us. And so when Jesus went to the right hand of the Father today, he is today for us, our advocate, our counselor. And now he said this, I'm going to send the counselor through the Spirit of God to go with you, be with you all the way till the very end. And so he does this. He listens to us. He speaks things into our hearts. He declares for us what we are to do. And now he is what today in, in some courtrooms and family court, he's a child advocate for us as God's children. Amen. Who is our representative? Man, when we don't know what to do, that advocate is out there because, man, I don't know how to handle this situation. I don't know what I should do. The Holy Spirit steps in for us. I love it. He is for us today our counselor. Secondly, the second C is this. He's our companion. I'm so thankful that he goes with us. Jesus said it this way, I'll dwell with you. I'll be in you. He will not leave us alone. In Romans 8, he says it this way in the Message Bible, I know you better than you know yourself. Come on, aren't you thankful for that kind of friend? Come on, who will be truthful with you, who will love you, knows you better than you know yourself, and never left you? stayed there all alone through it all, amen, was still with you to the end. And I love this. He is close with us. He is there for us. And he is a companion in our time of need. And thirdly, this morning is this. He is a thirsty. He is our comforter. 
He today is our comforter. And this is one thing we need to know when it comes to the Holy Spirit. Everything that he'll do in our life is not going to make us comfortable. I, I think that's some of the places, man, I'm just too comfortable here. I'm too comfortable in this place, man. That's when contentment will happen. That's, that's, that's when, man, you know, you'll, you'll miss it and drop the ball, man, and, and conform to the world. Listen, th- th- he did not come to make you comfortable, but he came to be a comforter for you. And he came to be there for you. And I love this. I don't know if you, if you, if you guys, if you maybe had to deal with this situation. Um, does your spouse have a comforter that is just for looks? She's sitting beside you. Don't say amen. All right. All right. So we used to have one of those comforters that was just for look. When it's bedtime, that thing rolls down. You don't touch it. Come on, you set it aside. It's beautiful. It's pretty. And it's just for looks. Listen, now, I want one of them comforters that I can get up in. Pull it on up and just snuggle up in that thing. That's the comforter. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. And listen, some of us have maybe done this. You've made the Holy Spirit just for looks. And he wants to be so much more for you. He wants to be so much more for you. And this is what I love about God, man. Now the Holy Spirit who's with us right now. He is our counselor in time of need. He is one who speaks on our behalf, who speaks for us, speaks to us. Some of you need that counselor today. You need it so much. Some of you need that companion, which the Holy Spirit is to us. Who right now, man, maybe you feel alone. Listen, he's there. He's there. And today, maybe you need the comfort. I'm going to ask you to do this. Would you stand? And in just a moment, I'm going to ask everybody who's physically able to come down. In just a moment, I just felt that, man. As we were doing that earlier, it was something was happening, man, in this room. And again, because this is why it's unity. Amen? It's unity. It's unity. But before we call everybody down, I, I want to call somebody down. I want to call whoever it is right now who maybe needs prayer. You're just in a situation. You need a comforter, a counselor. You need a friend. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to operate, work in your life. You need healing. All the things that we've talked about today, all the things that the promise of Pentecost and the Holy Spirit coming to earth brought with it, it's available right now. And listen, this is what I want us to do. I want us to come against religion right now, come against norm. And so I, I don't want you to wait till the song gets going. This is why I want you to do it in faith. I want you to step out like, man, I, want you to, I trust the Bible. I trust what it said. And so today, if you need prayer, before we call everybody down, if you need prayer, just begin to step out right now. Any reason in your life, you may be a first-time guest. You may be here every week. You may, may just again, may, whatever, just come. Yeah, come. Who else? Just keep coming. Prayer team, help us out. Come on, just come. I want prayer, and I'm not going to wait. I ain't got to pray it up, work it up. Listen, it's here right now. Power of God's here right now. God bless you. Come, come, come on. God bless you. Just keep coming. Who else? Come on. Spread out. Help us pray for these right now. We're going to pray. Power of God's going to be released. Amen. Guys, you can help right here to my left. Thank you. Who else? Just come. Need healing in your body? Come. Come. Don't wait. You need healing in your marriage? Come. Don't wait. Come on. Yeah, God bless you guys. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Come on, come. Amen. There's several coming. Just keep coming. Come on, this is, this is more than our prayer team right now. Come on, this, so this is what we need, family. Come on, family, let's gather. Look around. Come on, if you see somebody who needs prayer, join us. Come on, help us out. Come on, you ain't got to be a part of the prayer team right now. You believe in this thing. You trust it. You're a part of the family right now of unity, of power, trusting in what God. Man, God bless you. God's going to release comfort today in situations. Come on, the companion's going to walk in the room right now with you. 
Come on, let you know he's there. Come on, the comforter is gonna bring healing right now to you. He's gonna wrap his arms around you. Come on, he's gonna wrap his arms around you. Come on, before they ever sing, right now, we just wanna release the Spirit of God to move. Amen, amen. Thank you, Father. Yeah, Phil, guys, you wanna help us out of here? Pastor Andrew, that'd be great. Yeah, God bless you right here. Come on, come on. Man, God's at work. He is so at work right now. Come on, yeah, who else? Well, if you're down front, nobody's praying with you yet. We don't, we don't want to miss it. You guys need prayer. Bryce, would you guys help us right here? Would you please help us right here? Yeah, jump in here. Who else? Lauren, would you guys mind helping? Lonnie, would you guys mind helping up here? Just come. Just come. Who else? If you need prayer, any reason. Come on. power of the Holy Spirit's here. Come on. God bless you. God bless you. Who else? We don't want to miss you. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. You're here right now. Move. Do it. Yeah, do it. Come on. It's not being warmed up. It's not being worked up. Right now, it's just being released into your life right now. He's here. Now step into the power. I release that right now. Father, thank you for what you're doing. Now, faith family, can we do this? Can we do this? And I know there's a lot of people in this altar right now. And that's incredible. Can we now do what what we just read of what power is? It's an army gathering. It's numbers being released in power. So right now, would you do this, faith family? Would you just come and just find your place around? We're just going to gather right now. Just as many as can physically possibly do it right now. Can you just come and just find you a place here in the front? Line the line the aisles. It does whatever it is. Just line the aisles, the front. Let's fill this room, man. This is so beautiful. Now, worship team, release that. Release that sound right now. Come on, release that sound right now. Come on, release that sound right now. Yeah, release that sound right now. Carl, can you help us with sound right here, bro? Can you help us with sound? Thank you. He'll get you. Thank you. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Just release that sound, worship team. Come on. Yeah, release it. Come on. One mind. I declare unity over this house right now. I declare one thought, one mind, one accord right now. And suddenly, come on, and suddenly, a sound from heaven. Come on. Come on, a suddenly moment. God has a suddenly moment for you right now. Come on, it's not going to wait. Come on, it's not coming. He's here. Come on, he's not coming. He's here. Come on, he's not coming. He's here. Yeah, release it right now. Father, we thank you for it today. Now, family, just begin to release. Stand right now with Jesus in the gap for intercession for these needs. And let's just worship the Holy Spirit. Let's worship the God of all gods, the King of all kings. The gift that's in this room right now. And watch the Holy Spirit work. Yeah, come. Just release the Holy Spirit. 